Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is an after round and found out Friday here on the Clay Edwards Show. Woo! Here's my buddy Rick Flair would say. Uh, we got my co-host, Sean Yurtkaran, here in the studio with us. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Good morning, Jackson. How are we doing today? Doing great, man. Still on day 4062 without any AC, but it could be worse. I could have been in a submersible. Yes. <laughs> I guess maybe that's bad humor today. So you have a couple streaks going. You, you, uh, 4,562 days with no air conditioning and, what, like 96, 97 days without alcohol? Yeah, well, right, somewhere around there. The Saturday will be the uh, next Saturday. Not this, not tomorrow will be the 100-day mark where I can – I'll be at the Atlanta Braves-Marlins game, and that's when I'm going to pick my beer of choose. And Bud Light, maybe a Bud Light, right? Well, of course. <laughs> For everybody, I'll have a Bud Light. Of course, you yeah. <laughs> And you miss Pride Month to do it in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just, I'm going to drink my Bud Light. Man. Did you see the new Bud Light commercial I sent you? I sent you that YouTube. I did. I, I watched that. It's just pandering. It's yeah, terrible. It like, it's just, they, uh, until they address the elephant in the room, everything else is just mm-hmm. fodder. That's, did, you, did you notice the song they had with it was a disco song mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of funny too i'm like wait a guy, guys shouldn't you pick like bob seger or something instead of disco <laughs> like for this yeah, look man i i think you're gonna see a lot of people a lot of artists shy away from allowing their music to be licensed mm-hmm. right to, yeah I'm worried about getting canceled yeah i mean look i heard yesterday that um they're they're, they're visiting a sponsor some uh, country concerts and some nfl players they're gonna sponsor dak prescott sell out they're like, gonna, da- like Dak Prescott's getting on board. Oh, is he on Bud Light? As a, as, yeah, as a spokesperson for him. Okay, it's like sell out. How much money's enough? You gonna you gonna sell us out to go to go? Uh, are you, are you, do you not keep? I mean, up is he a conservative or I don't I don't know. His he, he is. I, I'll give him the benefit here. He has stayed as neutral and out of it as any any athlete within his position, right? Uh, since it all started. Yeah, I've never seen him make a political statement ever. That's what I'm getting uh, yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I, I say since it all started, I mean yeah. since he got to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea what his positions are on either, right? It's just uh, he's always kind of portrayed as like the good guy. That's and I like that. Said, you know, that's his, that's that's his, yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Mississippi State fan and I'm a Cowboys fan, so I am a Dak Prescott fan. Mm-hmm. You know, and him uh, him signing on to 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 do the Bud Light stuff. I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't know he did that. Okay, wow. Heard about it yesterday. Well, money talks. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they paid him a bunch of money. And yeah, man, how much is enough? How much is it's enough? never enough. Well, I guess it is enough because if you have enough to pay to take a ride on a submarine, that's too much. That's when you get. That's when you got too much money. Valid point. Yeah, that, that's when it's enough. When you are in the submersible going to see the Titanic, that's when you know you got too much money. All right. If y'all want to chime in, the Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Get out to Guns and Gear this weekend, man. Buy you a gun <laughs> or guns. And look, of course, it's the home of No Limit Ammo. Hey, look, man, they're way more than just a gun store. 
They also offer coating and gunsmithing, as well as they have a wide array of all your favorite accessories. I mean, just go in there and talk. These are gun guys. This is what they do. They eat, sleep, breathe guns 24-7. They know it all. It's uh, And they're an entertaining bunch over there. I always enjoy uh, stopping by and visiting them. I never have enough time to stay because I sit over there all day and just chop shop. Um, so get out to Guns and Gear this weekend. You can shop them online if need be. Gunsandgearms.com. And check out their Facebook page. They're posting Fred's deals of the day every day. Or uh, pick of the day, per se. But there are some great deals on there. Always you know, guns in that $200 range. That's mind-boggling to me. I'll spend that this weekend drinking. <laughs> I will next weekend. And I won't I'll have spend that next show. weekend. And I won't have nothing to show for it but a headache. Yeah, that's now, true. I, and just, let me clear the record here. Uh, it's because I'm going out of town. It's, it's a it's a mi- little mini vacation. So Where are y'all going? Uh, the coast. Okay. So I'm going to get down there and just kind of unwind a little bit. And Go to the filling station. That's my favorite. That's my spot on the coast. I love that, too. I'm glad you mentioned that. Is it still open? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Me and Chad Wesley ate there uh, after one of the Brett Michaels or Poison concerts or something. We went Brett mm-hmm. Michaels concerts down there we went to. I call it Martin's on the water. You know, yeah. it's like, it's just that kind of vibe. Cool. Yeah, we'll have, definitely have to check that out. All right, man, let's jump into it, brother. Um, Oh, the phone line, 601-879-0002. Also, Congressman Michael Guest, District 3, out there in Rank- Rankin County, will join us at 8.05 a.m. When we come back from our top of the hour break, we will have we will have congressman michael guest on the phone discussing his uh his present vote in the in the censoring of uh, adam schiff why did he uh, vote present instead of just yes to censor we'll find all that out and some more stuff at 805 a congressman michael guest on the clay edwards show all right <clears throat> to go from something serious to go to something maybe not so serious but i don't know people died so i guess it's serious yeah, and I had a question I wanted to ask you. I thought about this morning on the drive over about the you're talking about we're going to get into the submarine or yeah. the submersible or whatever we call it. It's this. Of course, everybody feels bad that five people died. I mean, no one's like, yeah, I'm so glad that people died. None of us do. But there's been this. I'm sure we've all seen this hate on the internet, right? There's on two camps. There's all these memes, which are I'm sorry, they're hilarious. If you go in the Clay Edwards uh, Facebook group, you're gonna it's become like the Titanic meme storage <laughs> place, you know? And, they're uh, all there. They're all there. They're they're really funny. But then, um, of course, then there's the person that's writing like i can't believe you guys are making jokes of this and all this stuff and like you guys should feel, feel sorry you know horrible that you're making jokes and i thought about this and i think you and i talked about it like you know if this was like miners in a in, stuck in the mine or there some you know, some guys in some tragic situation that were doing some kind of job like deep water horizon or something like that we'd all be sitting here praying right yeah. i think the difference is for, for people sort of joking about this is because you have something that was obviously unsafe that employees had made complaints about I think there was a lawsuit over it and and you're going down and you and you pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each to go on this ride so right there you know, you're already disconnected from the rest of society and i think the rest of us just kind of looked at it that way like i mean you're you're a bunch of rich guys that paid a bunch of money to go on a little tongue tube and go down to see the titanic and it blew up and we're like okay we're not really shocked by this now i'm not saying i don't feel bad for them and their families but sure. i'm not it's not in the it's just not the same context it's, as the miners or the oil well workers that kind of stuff it's like people that die on everest right same thing exactly you know it's like man 
I mean, it's called it's called exploration and adventurism and and all that for a reason. I mean, it is it's dangerous, mm-hmm. you know. And every now and then you pay the, you know. But here's the cool thing: now, if you got to find something cool about it, I mean, they're dead; they won't be able to appreciate it. But they went out with a bang, and no pun intended, and they're down there with the Titanic. Yeah, I mean, they as far as I know, they're the first people to die searching for the Titanic or going to see it. I mean, so the it's kind of poetry in motion a bit. A bit. I mean, really, when you, you think about it that way, yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, the people that actually died on the Titanic, I'm sure they no thought, thought crossed their mind that, hey, there's going to be some people that are going to die looking for this wreck 100 years later. You know, yeah. I mean, it just seems like just a silly way to die. Like, that's just a, you know, that's, a, I can't put it any better. It just seems like a really silly, silly way to die. You know, if like it was, remember when the space shuttle Challenger, and I think what was the other one, Discovery in 2002, mm-hmm. or blew up? Now, of course, then we feel bad because, Man, there's a, these are astronauts going to explore space on behalf of the nation. It's a horrible, horrible thing. But I guess there's, there's a difference that you can see that in the, the public disconnect from billionaires blowing up in a adventure tourism sub. Yeah, just like it's some blow up trying to go to space. Right. Yeah, like the Jeff Bezos stuff. And yeah, I mean it's just it's dangerous. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I'm not laughing at them dying. Yeah. But it did create some great memes. It I did. even had one of my Instagram followers message me last night with a the picture of my uh, that I posted of Derek Chauvin with his knee on the back of the sub underwater. Oh God, oh God, that's you're going to hell for that one. Man. And <laughs> yeah. he he texts me, he goes, "Not not your best work." I was like, "It's, it's a George Floyd joke. It's, 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 this is this is stellar." He's like, "I don't care about George Floyd." He's like, five people died in that submarine." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I said, well, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. If you follow me long enough." I'm going to finally get around to saying something that offends you or that you don't like. Well, I guess we're offensive on the left, too, because you saw the one I made and put in the group with uh, to the song of uh, David Bowie's Under Pressure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, if anybody wants to join the Clay Edwards group and you can handle it, you'll get to see all these memes. <laughs> Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, man, um, great show starting off, man. I got three things I want to touch on right quick. Real quick, the first one is, Richard's disposal have not picked up my trash in Jackson, man. I don't know what's going on. Every week I have an issue, and I'll park it right there, and I'll leave it alone. I'll go to my second point. Second point, man, I don't know how the hell you got Michael Guest to come on your show. I think everybody's trying to get Michael Guest on WYAB, and you pulled it off. So kudos to you, and I hope he doesn't run from questions. And number three, man, we need more unity among the races. White folks got to stop doing stupid stuff like that, man. Y'all got to stop <laughs> going in submarines and doing that. Because when I first saw it, man, I knew it. I was like, yeah, that ain't that ain't none of us. That's um, no, playing them, man. No, that ain't. That's exactly what I said on the show Monday. I said, you know, I said, you know what, you know what, I didn't see on that uh on that submarine, not a single black dude, because they yeah, know they, they know better than do some nonsense like that. Man, when I when I looked at the makeup of the submarine, I was like, man, what? I said, come on, man. I thought it was a prank. I thought it was like the Onion News Network. Man, but this is real life, bro. You know, I pray every morning that, that I hit the lottery. But, man, I don't want that much money that I do stupid stuff. You know, I, 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 just, I just don't, man. But, hey, man, um, I hope you can rattle some cages about Richard Disposal because I had to throw some food away because of the power outage and, they need to come pick myself up, man, because we pay for it. Absolutely. So hey, I'm gonna land it right there and listen. I appreciate it, brother. I'm, you know, it's guys like you calling in and letting us know that they're missing your garbage, so that allows us the uh, the ability to rattle those cages. So let's do it. Yes, yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. And Clay, one. there's a dumping ground at 219 South President Street. Uh, is that City? Hall? That is City Hall's address. You can address that to Mayor Lamumba, and I'm sure he'd be glad to pick it up for you. 
Yeah. Um. I I want to get into more of this submarine stuff, uh, but speaking of that, here goes our first rabbit hole. I did watch this video that everybody's been sending around about the guy that said Jackson, Mississippi is the worst place he's ever seen in America. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to address this personally. I've been making that same video for three years. I have a YouTube channel called Save Jackson, Save JXN. It has got videos of that, no less than 100 different videos. I mean, it's called Robo Tripping, mm-hmm. of riding around showing y'all how crappy Jackson looks. Why, why is it suddenly when an outsider does it that, that y'all care? Because, again, I've been saying this exact same thing. But I'm a racist for saying it. This little white liberal comes down here and shows y'all a few potholes and some burned up houses, and then it lies about what Madison, Mississippi was. It wasn't even Madison he showed. It was a row of old, row of old houses in Birmingham. Oh, really? You know, I didn't see this video. Yeah, it's, it's Kingfisher's got it up on his site, but I mean, everybody's been sending it to me. He puts up a the row of like antebellum homes in Birmingham or something. Yeah, and said so this is Madison, Mississippi. <laughs> oh, and, that's rough. Yeah, you know, I lost credibility with me uh-huh. right out the right from the get. But um, yeah, all right. So again, if y'all want to look at that kind of stuff? Support local. Go to my YouTube channel. Go back to the beginning and start looking at all those videos. And uh, I promise you. Mine aren't uh, recorded somewhere else and said to be Madison. You know, I love what that guy just caller just said about that black folks wouldn't do something stupid like this. It's so true. I mean, you said that too the other day on the radio, and I mean, this is some dumb white people stuff. This is, I mean, this really is. What was it Cat Williams? I think it was somebody. He's like, black folks ain't discovering nothing. Not not a wild pit bull puppy. Not nothing. I mean, it just. It's just, yeah, it's just something, I don't know. In white and I mean think, that as a compliment. I want to, for the record. Yeah, it is a compliment. because I mean, a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not, well, you know, white people come up with this ridiculous stuff, like let's climb Everest even though I'm 50 years old and haven't been to the gym in 10 years or, you know, or get in this sub or like, oh, I'm going to pay Bezos a bunch of money and go into space and see what happens. Eventually, one of the rockets are going to blow up. That's what's going to happen. I'm predicting it for everybody right now. Because the one that Elon just shot up blew up yeah. recently. I mean, that's going to happen. We spent 60 years with NASA perfecting the art of this yeah. and still had problems with professionals, professionally trained astronauts. And you're going to take your Budgetless. Disney ride to space. Something bad's going to happen. Yep. All right. Let, let's take a break real quick. Come back. I do want to get back. I, I want to talk about the culture war side of this of this uh, submarine because now, of course, everybody's picked a side. Because of either the diversity, equity, inclusion aspect, or because it's billionaires and liberals hate billionaires. Ah, this should be fun. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's we'll, be, we'll be right back with Sean Yurtkaran on the Clay Edwards Show, right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. And stay tuned, we'll have Congressman Michael Guest at 8.05 AM right here on this very show. To the Clay Edwards Show, it's our Friday edition. Live here in the studio with Sean Yorkaran. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Take a Break Deliveries. Locally owned, locally operated, veteran owned, veteran operated food and alcohol delivery service right here in central Mississippi. Uh, go to takeabreakdeliveries.com if you're on a computer or go to your phone, go to your app store, whether it's Google or Apple, and download Take a Break Deliveries, the app. You'll uh, put put your address in there, and all the restaurants that are available in your area 
will pop up. If liquor is available in your area, it will pop up. And, uh, hey, man, order some. Save yourself the trip this weekend. You know, if you're going to be out partying at the house, you know, and had a couple, two or three, four, five, six beers, whatever, you know, don't get up, don't get back out on the roads to go eat or buy more beer. Let them bring it to you. You know, save a life, save some money, whole nine yards. But look, did you know, starting here at 8 a.m., they're going to be delivering breakfast in uh, Rankin and Madison counties only. So if there's a favorite restaurant you got that delivers breakfast, check out their uh, check out their restaurant options. Get you some breakfast delivered here on this Friday. Get the weekend started off right. And, of course, they deliver um, lunch and dinner uh, tri-county-wide. So check them out. The food does not wait on them. They wait on the food at Take a Break Deliveries. Delivered hot and fresh, one order at a time. Takeabreakdeliveries.com. Use the promo code, all caps, CLAY601, and get $5 off your delivery fee. And uh, they have our good buddies, Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's on Take a Break Deliveries, too. So kill two birds, one stone, and uh, support multiple Clay Edward Show sponsors in one fell swoop. All right, Sean, York Quran. Let's uh let's peel the onion back a little bit on the submarine. So the or in, in, in the, daily, the onion, I guess. The, 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 <laughs> it's a blooming onion. It's a blooming, right, right. A booming onion. God, we're going to hell. Uh, we're, we're just going. I mean, sorry. So the Daily Beast came out with an article, and I rarely do I agree with stuff from the Daily Beast, but I, they really hit the nail right on the head. And they said that the it's titled "The Missing Titanic Sub Is Already a Cultural War." battlefield yeah and it says uh of course the missing titanic sub discourse devolved into culture war crap a, a culture war crap show in under two minutes flat everything is part of the culture war now why shouldn't this be why should this be any exception in case you missed it the media is currently obsessed with the missing submersible carrying five people who paid a and this came out right before they died mm-hmm. said uh before their deaths were confirmed it says Missing submersible carrying five people who paid a quarter million dollars per person to view the remnants of the Titanic. But that's not enough to keep us busy. The feeding frenzy has spawned a second story, which is the outrage over the media being more interested in the Titanic sub than the sinking of a boat carrying hundreds of migrants off the Greek coast, which I was not aware of. Uh, it says if you, if you want to get very meta, I am now proposing a third story. Instead of tragedies being unifying events as might be the case in a healthy society the smartest brains in the world rallying to rescue uh matt damon and the martian is pure fiction they must now be filtered through the hierarchy 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 of victimhood um and i'm just gonna kind of leave it there because i can yeah. i can do the rest but there's one side of it that says it's it's liberals that Hate billionaires, and they're like, ha, 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 yeah. billionaires. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, guys in the sub. I saw that meme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, but, you know. And, and, then, and then now a weird matrix twist of shenanigans. The, the owner of the company is a uh, death by diversity. He's all in on DEI. I don't want to hire 50-year-old white guys because that that's not creative enough. Mm-hmm. So now conservatives who tend to always – Lean more in the billionaire's favor because you know capitalism. Right. Um, now they hate him, and it's ha 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 because um, of the diversity, the DEI side of it, the woke side. Yeah, and, and now the the lefties are having to go back and be like, "Oh wait, 
he supported DEI and diversity and inclusion. Now we got to take up for him because now the right's making fun of him. I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. That's exactly what's happening. But I think because uh, it started out where it seems like everybody, whether whatever their reasons were, is like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like everybody equally hated these the sub adventure. Like, because again, you saw people from the left making memes, people from the right making memes, and I was like, I texted you a, a couple days ago. I was like, this is the most unifying event since nine eleven. And how sad is that? You know, like I was like, because everybody's like has their hate focused on this submersible. And then, of course, it spawned, like you just said, into this culture war issue where we got DEI and then we've got billionaires and everybody's you know, making arguments. And, and, that, and that made me think about this. What um, is there anything that we won't turn into a culture war issue? I mean, is there anything left that that doesn't? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, you know, because that was going to be my next point. Forever, I've said, <clears throat> you know, man, I miss the America from nine twelve oh one, day after nine eleven, right? You know, it, it was it was about red, white, and blue. It, everybody was on the same team. It felt like um, there was none of this culture war nonsense. And this reminded me that we n- there's no tragedy big enough to get us all back on the same team. Apparently not. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I guess we're we're every was everybody in America. I don't think they were all American citizens, right? The the. Pakistani father and son were British citizens, maybe? There were no American citizens. There were none, not one. Yeah. Even that Stockton Rush is not an American citizen? No, he may be. He okay. may be, yeah. I thought, um, and, uh, oh, God, this is, sounds terrible. So I was watching uh, the news last night, and they had an interview with Stockton Rush, and he said, we plan to give these folks a once-in-a-lifetime uh, experience. I'm like, yeah, I guess he really did. He, he delivered on that one. <laughs> Again, another statement, which is on my hell list. But, uh, yeah. You know. yeah. Man, look, the... the his interviews are very, very poetic. Yeah, um, man. It's I, it's rough. I stumbled across their YouTube channel last night, and there was some video of of them going down before, down there. And it's already, it was like one, number one most recommended video in my YouTube feed. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's already, already got like three million views. I've watched so many Titanic videos and laughs where everybody's done the same thing. And I've even watched the movie again. I'm not going to lie. I, I did. I did it the other night. And uh, the uh, I didn't realize. So I went I, I started searching to learn about when they discovered the wreck, when that actually happened. And this, of course, occurred over a long period of time yeah. where they were searching for this wreck. They didn't actually find it until 1985. Yeah. And they used this submersible called Alvin which you could get into. I mean, they use robots, too, at that point. But there is submersibles that, and I didn't know this, that the, I mean, I knew this sort of, but who was paying attention to submersibles until, you know, even on Saturday? And, uh, and you could, that are safe, that are run by the Navy, that, that they're, you know, you could put like three people in them and they're actually well, they tested. Also, when, the go- when the government does it, they also have contingency plans in place. Exactly. I think that's going to be one of the biggest tragedies of this, is there was zero contingency plan in mm-hmm. place in case something went wrong. Right. I mean, they did. And, and and it seems like here, I guess he was trying to come up with a new design where they had, they had um, talked about how there was issues with the hull, how they manufactured the hull, the engineering, excuse me, the engineering of the hull. And that was a that was a concern of the whistleblowers and the whole thing is how they engineered the hull. And well, it, it was, was a carbon problem. fiber. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was going to be an, a specific issue. Now, you may know this. Somebody told me this last night, and I, I, even all the reading I did about it, was this the first launch of this specific submersible? No. No, okay. All right, this one had gone down before. And, and, and exactly, so they had fired, or, or yeah, they fired a former employee and sued them 
mm-hmm. for, for suggesting that the stress test showed that over time it would literally uh, self it would literally implode due to wear and tear from thousands of tiny little cracks from the stress mm-hmm. of going down a few times and the you would have to replace them, or, or they would exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Okay. Exactly what happened. It it it, it just and just they they died instantly. That's what they said. Yeah, I saw that. It said yeah, it was instant. They, they didn't suffer. I mean, maybe that's for good a, for a brief second, but you know they they died pretty quick. I did read a horrible. Speaking of the Daily Beast, I read a story that the the one I really feel bad for is that kid, right? The kid that the nineteen year old kid that went with his dad. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it, if my dad when I was nineteen said, Hey son, we're gonna get in which my dad would never do this, but if he did, said, Hey, we're gonna get in this uh submersible and we're gonna go down to uh, see the Titanic, I would have done it. I mean, I would have just said, Okay, Dad, I'm gonna get in the submersible with you because you told me to do it. And um so this kid barely he was expressing like how terrified he was to his aunt and his aunt talked to the Daily Beast and told him that, yeah, he didn't want to go on this thing. Like, his dad was, he just wanted to appease his dad. Mm. And, uh, I mean, you know, I can understand you're 19 years old. He's, you know, he's the one kind of without blame, I think, being that age. And, you know, his dad is influencing him just like any of our fathers would. And yeah. so I think uh, that I do really, really feel bad for him. Absolutely. But the other billionaires, eh, I don't really feel that bad. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's, uh, I bet you their families are sort of sad. Right, I thought about that too because, like, the the wives are about to say, "Hey, we're getting a check," you know, yeah. right? like it's all yeah. theirs. And you know, billionaires tend to live distant lives from their families. Absolutely, anyway. mm-hmm. I mean, just historically, from what you see on TV anyway, and read about, they're they're so fo- hyper focused on, you know, you don't get, you don't become a billionaire working nine to five. Exactly. Now the side women are probably upset because right? yeah. they they're not in the will. I wouldn't Absolutely. think, but they're probably upset. Uh, Reagan can send in a great text. Uh, it says. <clears throat> to our point of what does it take to unify the country on the guns and gear text line here. He goes, nuclear sneak attack on a convention for kindergartners would unify America. Short of that, nothing. Those kindergartners would have to represent every demographic, including illegal aliens. And I, 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 I'm going to disagree with Reagan. Can, the first thing would be that would happen is, well, who, who did it? Mm-hmm. Uh, right wing, left wing, Muslim, yeah. nation of peace, uh, I mean, religion of peace, and Here's the problem with lefties: is they think it's always right wingers' fault that something happened. It's our policies that caused it, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's going to come down to we're going to blame policy, we're going to blame Joe Biden or Trump or gun control. It's going to be con- out there. I mean, it's going to be everything. If you had if if you hadn't had gun control, they wouldn't have had to use a nuke. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it's whatever. I mean, I guess we had Sandy Hook, and that didn't really unite the country. I mean. We didn't, I mean, it, it actually spawned conspiracy theories and other issues, and it just – I mean, something that – we've discussed that on the show before was like the most horrible crime imaginable, and it ended up being controversial. Like they ended up – I mean, nothing really – and nothing – I don't think anything substantive has been produced as a result of that. Yeah. We, we didn't we, – we didn't – we don't have tighter security at schools. I mean, we've got some here and there, but – and we didn't – gun control never passed. Nothing – I'm not saying I'm for gun control. I'm just saying there was nothing that was actually – positive that I recall, and maybe somebody else knows better than I do, from that incident, and you would have thought that incident would have brought everybody together because it was just so horrible. Mm-hmm. I've always said it's going to take blowing up an Applebee's on a Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere to get to to get people interested in what's going on here, you know, mm-hmm. or to start trying to unify, and I don't even know that I believe that anymore. I just, I don't know what, 
Somebody will say, oh, well, it's corporate America. Good blood. You know, I mean, it'd be something like that, right? They're like, oh, well, just corporate America blew up. Who cares? And you can just see all the memes coming out. They died over them, baby, 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 yeah, baby. Yeah, that's it, right? That's Chili's. Never mind. But <laughs> you know, either way. No more two-for-ones for you, buddy. You know, that kind of thing. Dollaritas. Yeah, that's – yeah, it's just – it's just it'll always be something. And, and, and here, like, the – with this whole thing about the, you know, DI and then we hate billionaires. But it seems like the one theme actually now I think about it, the the premise of it all, everybody hates billionaires, whether you're right or left. Because that started out with that. It seemed like everybody didn't have any sympathy for them because they were billionaires. Like that seemed to be very bipartisan. Like everybody was like, We don't like these people because they're rich. So maybe that's something with this bring us together. We all hate rich people. I don't. I mean, I don't either, but I'm, but it seems like enough of the world yeah. did, or at least we hate rich people. We need rich people because even even people down on our on our molecular level down here, we we all kind of whether we're self employed or not, we work for billionaires. Sure. I mean, something a billionaire does, some kind of industry they drive, is the reason we're able to make the money, and even in the, even in the used car market, um, selling products created by billionaires. I mean, we need billionaires. Okay. Do you think I, if I better put it? We hate billionaires that do stupid stuff carelessly with money and their lives. Maybe that's it. Maybe so. Maybe that's what – because initially that was the – I mean the whole thing of the issue is people thought it was stupid that there were super rich people that did something super stupid. Well, like, yeah, like I feel like lefties hate them because they've been, they've been fed this billionaires don't pay their fair share of taxes. I mean that's why stuff. they hate them. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, why yeah. they hate them. And, <laughs> and I don't care. But then, why did the right hate him? Because the right hate him just as much. I mean, there was uh, before the before they ever heard of the DEI statement he made. I don't know because it was rich people doing stupid stuff. That's what I think. I think we yeah. all hated rich people doing stupid stuff. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edel Show with Sean Yorkron. We'll be right back on one three nine WYAB. Breaking rules. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live on one three point nine FM. WYB. Don't forget, coming up here at 8.05, we're going to have Congressman Michael Guest join us uh, to discuss a couple things, including the Adam Schiff uh, censure and uh, will the uh, will we try to impeach Biden? Will they investigate this Hunter Biden plea deal and more? We're going to hit him with a bunch of questions. Uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at a1 Gear and Auto. If you need your vehicle worked on, uh, anything from your check engine light to your AC not working or your ring and pinion uh, out of whack, they can get you covered there at A1 Gear and Auto. They are the central Mississippi's leader in your gears, transfer cases, rear ends, all that stuff. <clears throat> so get over there, check it out. I say it all the time. You know, if you've gone, if you've gone and bought a I'm going to be down at Scraping the Coast this weekend. There'll be a bunch of people down there that put these, that jack these trucks up, put these big wheels and tires on them, and they, two things, they haven't upgraded their brakes to stop those big wheels and tires, and B, the most important thing is they haven't upgraded the gears in their rear end or in their transfer case to pull those big wheels and tires because they're still rolling factory. They can take care of all that for you, whether it's a Jeep or a big truck or SUV or whatever. Get over to A1 Gear and auto, if you hear a roaring in your rear end, it's probably getting time to go out. Same in your front end. Get over there, let them get you an estimate together, and get it replaced. And I'm going to tell you the best thing about them, they're not too expensive, especially to know it's done right. And they're as quick as anybody I've ever done business with. And like I said, I being in the car business, we send a lot of cars to a lot of places. And every time we send our stuff over there to uh, Justin and them at A1 Gear and Auto, 
it's back about about the time it takes us to get back to Brandon. They're calling us saying it's ready, and it's always right. Have never had a be back over there, and uh, that is important because time is money. A1 Garnado, located right there on 49 South in Florence. If you're coming out of Richland, they're right there on the right. It's a big white building with a big red sign. So, enjoy. And uh, Greg is messing with me on the Guns and Gear text line. says, please let them know scraping means lowriders. Well, it, you know, we know it does, but you know that's not what it's about anymore. It's, it's just become another big car show. I mean, it focuses lowriders, but it's the jacked up trucks too. And particularly the squatted trucks. What do you, uh, Sean? You like the Carolina squat? The what? It's the hottest new dance in the streets. The Carolina squat. I've never heard of that. I mean, somebody's gonna write that. Sean, another thing Sean doesn't never heard of. Never heard of. I've never seen it. I'm not aware. Never of seen it. it. I'm not aware of it. <laughs> it's a, it's, I'm it's, really not. It's those trucks that ride around with the rear ends squatted and the front ends up. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It's called the Carolina squat. I, I guess I don't attend those events, but yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but, you know, I look, I, I have learned not to hate on what kids do to their vehicles because I did some absolutely putrid things to mine over the years that I just thought was the hottest thing in the world. I had subwoofers in the back seat of my car in 1995. I remember that when I was in high school. Just literally sitting the, on the sitting back Sitting in seat. the back. You remember what was that place on um, Woods Hoopers, Hoopers. Hoopers by the and, Metro, yeah. And I got that installed, all the, uh, like a pie, the Pioneer system that mm-hmm. you get. And yeah, it was ridiculously what stupid. What kind of car? Uh, I had a um, a Chevy, an '85 Chevy Blazer when I was in high school, and then I had a, then I upgraded. My dad bought me a 1996 Mustang, and then it went in the backseat of the Mustang. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, it was it was it was nice. Was it a GT Mustang? No, it was the it was the base model, but the, still whatever. I mean, I was '96, I guess I was 17, so it was it was cool at that point. It was the Bay, <laughs> yeah. the Bay model. Yeah. Are you a member of that Facebook group, Big Ultimate Energy? Uh uh-uh, uh no. It is uh, great. If y'all want to go, y'all want to be a, join a good Facebook group and just make fun of bad drivers. It's called Big Ultima Energy B A E. So <laughs> they're very, very stereo. It's a very stereotypical page for bad drivers. I mean, you're right though. We did some stupid stuff. I mean, I was driving around listening to like Tupac and Coolio with my subwoofers and my Mustang, and, and then you know mid '90s. So oh, yeah. people, I'm sure, I'm sure older people our age at that time thought, "Man, this, they're what idiots!" Like, Look, and I can't say nothing. Like I was at this gas station here in Florida yesterday, and somebody pulled up, and they had to make sure that I was able to hear every word to the rap song playing in their car. Mm-hmm. While they even went in the gas station, they left it running with the radio all the way up. And I was like, man, I don't want to hear this crap. And I was like, you know what, Clay? You used to do this to people all the Me time. Me too, yep. Ride around and make sure they heard every word of Tupac or Master P. Yep. Uh, oh, I want you, I want them to make sure they hear this part in particular. You know, and I hope their kids are listening. How many times can I put, you know, California Love on repeat, right? Exactly. <laughs> so. anyway, all right, man, let's take a call. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, you on there? I appreciate it, man. Sorry, I, had, uh, I called a little earlier and I was went to hold and somebody called me from work which i'm about to have to do look big get to get to talk to uh an invisible you know man to get find out that he actually will do an interview with somebody so i hope it goes well thank you um quick question if you ever do get to talk to him again because i know probably how these interviews go um ask him why he let Betty thompson move all the january 6th committee stuff to the white house so it couldn't be accessed by the uh republican congress I will. I will. I'm writing that down now. But, yeah, that. And uh, I have a feeling it's going to be like the Potomac two-step on the January 6th committee authorization that he voted for. 
to get out of committee. And then when he's running, he ran, he voted against it on the floor when it didn't matter, when they had the votes to, to keep it going. And he's saying, I vote against it, I vote against it. Um, I don't know what he's going to say about this vote, but when you see what his partner, uh, Adam Schiff, has done, blatantly has lied about what he's saying in classified documents, there is no excuse for this. Absolutely none. Voting president. He's voted president, president his entire career, basically. Can you, but seriously, can y'all name anything that he's done of consequence up there? No. Any bill that he's put up? I mean, I know I see on his, on his, Facebook page that they send stuff to me with his beautiful aviator glasses looking over the border, going to fight Biden and all this. Did he fight Biden when they had a chance with uh, funding with the uh, budget or the uh, money before, you know, appropriations bill? Did he do anything there? I'm guessing not. Well, I don't know. It's kind of invisible. But hey, look, congrats. That's a big get. I enjoy the show. Tell Sean, hey, man, have fun. I'm did you get power yet, Sean? No, I'm. Uh, well, I got power, but my I'm waiting on my compressor. That's the problem, Jerry. And I'm, oh God! Yeah, man. it's been a week. Good luck. Thanks, I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. You know, it's a lot. Look, it's it's pain. Look, I'm I'm impressed, and I appreciate you guys enjoying the show. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks. See you, man. Yeah. Bye. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, close out the first hour, and we will have Michael Guest, eight oh five a.m. right here on the Clay Edwards Show, one hundred three nine FM W Y A B. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at, hey, how about what's for lunch today out at uh, the Livingston there? Put my menu up here. The Gathering. I always just want to call it the Town of Livingston, so I do apologize. The Gathering Restaurant at the Town of Livingston. Right there on Highway 463 and Highway 22. And I don't need the menu for this, y'all. It's Friday. What is every blue plate in Mississippi on a Friday? It's fried catfish. Go get you some fried catfish, two sides, a biscuit, and a, 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 a not, not a biscuit, a, a cornbread, and a drink. But hey, man, they also have a full menu you can order from the Dumbo's chicken sandwich, the fried chicken, regular or Nashville hot. It is phenomenal. Their sides are great. Their mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, turnips, all that stuff is really, really good. And um, <clears throat> can't go wrong. And don't forget they have midweek specials too, every Tuesday through Thursday. Two people can eat for 30 bucks, get it to dine in or carry out. That's Livingston, uh, the town of Livingston, the gathering restaurant at the town of Livingston. Don't forget, they're also available for caterings and private events. So check them out and have your next event out there at the town of Livingston. Super cool little place. For you rank Cantonians who don't make it out to Madison County too much, I highly recommend loading the family up and going and eating at the gathering restaurant. Even if it's not for lunch, go try out dinner. It's a super cool little place. Actually, it's not very little. It's actually pretty big and uh, it's really cool out there and uh if you're gonna do that uh, make sure you've gone by patina hair studio and get your hair cut nothing like a night out on the town with a fresh haircut right there in ridgeland mississippi at patina hair studio get off in that oh uh, that shampoo chair and get the full body massage oh it's phenomenal i'm thinking about going by them when i leave here just to get loose from my road trip all right when we come back top of the hour we're gonna have michael guest u.s congressman district three right here on the show with us, talking about the Adam Schiff censoring and more. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. We'll show here live on 103.9 FM WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi. We've got Congressman Michael Guest from District 3 out there in Rankin County on the phone with us. From Michael, you in Washington? 
I am in Washington, so I will be flying back uh, this weekend for a much-needed uh, break. It's been a little time with the family, but have been up here this week and will be uh, – flying home Friday night. Well, look, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got a lot going on up there this weekend, and uh, there was a big vote yesterday, and uh, there was a little confusion down here on some of our ends, mine included, and I just wanted to give you a chance to explain uh, the, the present vote on the uh, on the, the to censure uh, Adam Schiff. Yeah, uh, if, uh, if, so there was a resolution brought by Representative Luna from the state of Florida uh, that would have done two things, Clay. Uh, one, it would have censored Adam Schiff for some of the past actions that he's conducted as a member of Congress. Uh, but the second component of that uh, is it would have referred Representative Schiff to the Ethics Committee uh, for further investigation. Uh, for your listeners' knowledge, uh, not only do I sit on the Ethics Committee, uh, but I currently sit the chairman of the Ethics Committee. Uh, and so in the vote that would have both censored uh, Adam Schiff, which I agreed with the censure, uh, but the part that caused me uh, some concern was the referring the case to ethics and not concerned that ethics shouldn't investigate. And I'm glad the case has been sent to ethics. Uh, but myself and the other Republican members of the ethics committee, uh, we voted present. And the reason we voted present uh, is we did not want either Representative Shift or uh, someone uh, representing uh, Representative Shift uh, to be able to move to recuse us from the investigation. Uh, we felt that if we voted in favor of the resolution, uh, then we could possibly be removed from that investigation. Uh, and that was the last thing that any of the Republican members wanted. So uh, we feel that we made a vote uh, that would allow us now uh, to do what the House directed us to do, which would be to conduct uh, an aggressive uh, and thorough investigation uh, into uh, the actions of Representative Adam Schiff uh, during his time that he served in Congress. Yeah, you know, once you hear it explain it like that, it does make a, a lot more sense. I, I know when I first heard it, I was just like, oh, man, why wouldn't you? All right, so apparently we're having some technical difficulties there with Michael Guest. Uh, I, I guess I can, a uh, little radio magic here. Um, some of these interviews are pre-recorded. Y'all may or may not know that. Recorded that last night, and I'm not sure why it stopped there. Let me, let me find if I can fix this real quick. That sucks. It's always my stuff. Hey, where there's a will, there's a way. I have a backup plan. Y'all bear with us for a second. Sean, you have a diversity. let me cut your mic on. Do you, do you have a DEI problem here in the studio? Is that uh, it? Because I'm here. I'm here now. That's ruining there's some it. Diversity, right? There's some diversity, <laughs> yeah. equity, and inclusion sabotaging my uh, sabotaging my interview here. Bring, bring in the Middle Eastern guy and his bad luck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am logging in here. I'd Like I said, uh, I do have a backup plan here. And I, you know, I went back and I listened to that whole thing, so I know it's all there. I was using my Google Drive there to play it. Let's see. Somebody here. need to tell Michael Guess's dogs to be quiet, though. I tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think man, they're man. as undisciplined as his voting record, apparently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now that the now that the cat is out of the bag and is, he is obviously not here live in the studio, I almost choked my two little dogs to death <laughs> last night. <laughs> 
I had, he's talking, and I'm running around chasing dogs. It's a hardwood floor, and their little fingernails are making all that noise. Oh, man. Mine uh, does that. I take mine to the office with me, and I'll get on the phone. And then for some reason, the minute I'm on the phone, that's when she starts barking. Like, she just, like, I think she gets mad, and I'm like, great. You know, I'll work us on the phone. I'm like, great. This is terrific. Yeah. All right. I got this pulled up here. Let's, uh, it's loading right this thing. Just give it one second here. And I, I got it loaded up into my podcast player. I haven't posted it yet, but I went on and had the foresight to go ahead and load it up. Let's see here. Let it start playing here. It's just having to. All right. So we're going to fast forward. We were at the two minute and 47 second mark, I believe. So we're going to start back right about there. All right. Here we go. Michael Guest continuing. From the perspective of needing to remain, I guess, as unbiased as possible from an appearance standpoint. Well, and yet. You know, and, and you're exactly right. And, you know, and, and the last thing that, that we want is for the Republican members of that committee uh, to be recused and to have an investigation uh, conducted only um, by the Democrats and to serve on the Ethics Committee. And so uh, it's important that, that now we have the ability, uh, based upon this uh, resolution in the House, uh, to begin that process. Uh, and it will be something uh, that the Ethics Committee uh, we'll be moving forward with very quickly. All right, so uh, for for people kind of like myself, man, just blue collar folks that aren't just knee deep in it every day. And I know I do a radio show, so it sounds kind of funny saying I'm not knee deep in it. But what would be Ned? What what, what does a censure do, and what does that set us? Is that set up for a possible impeachment of Schiff? Is that kind of the big picture here, the the end goal, hopefully? Yeah. You know, a, a censure is really just a public reprimand. If if you happen to follow what happened after the vote. Uh, Adam Schiff was required to present himself there on the House floor before the Speaker. Uh, the Speaker read a censorship, uh, basically can, uh, uh, a, a statement uh, condemning uh, the action uh, of Mr. Schiff. But what the House did uh, does not in any shape, form, or fashion uh, set Mr. Schiff up to be removed from Congress. Uh, the ethics investigation, again, I don't want to prejudge that investigation, but one of the uh, potential penalties uh, that could be recommended uh, by the ethics committee uh, would be uh, uh, requesting that Mr. Schiff be removed from Congress. Now, the ethics committee does not have that authority in and of itself. That would ultimately require a vote on the House floor uh, to remove a member from Congress. It's something that has rarely happened. But it is one of the, if you will, sentencing alternatives that could be suggested uh, once an ethics investigation uh, is completed. I got you. I will say, since you guys have gotten control up there on, on y'all side of things, it feels like a lot more is getting done. And it feels like there's going to be some accountability for what the Democrats have been doing the last four years. And it starts with these investigations and these censures and stuff of that nature. Going back today, just freshening myself up on things. I, you know, I, I don't want to say I forgot just how much nonsense Schiff has spewed. But my goodness, it, it, anything that happens moving forward is absolutely justifiable. Well, again, you know, um, by me and the other members uh, voting present, uh, not casting a vote in the affirmative, uh, it allows us uh, to not only be part of that process, but to lead the process of conducting these investigations. And, and I think it's very important. Uh, you also mentioned, you know, the fact that since Republicans have taken control of the House, uh, you've seen the Oversight Committee uh, led by 
uh, Representative Comer, uh, the Judiciary Committee, uh, led by Representative Jordan, uh, have been very aggressive in their investigation. Uh, uh, we were able to vote this week also uh, on a motion to refer to both Homeland Security, uh, a committee that I also serve on, serve as vice chairman, uh, and to judiciary, uh, uh, a, a process to begin uh, what hopefully will reserve, which will ultimately result, I hope, uh, in articles of impeachment being filed against the president. And so uh, we will begin on the Homeland Security side. Uh, we will begin laying out a case as to why this president has either been unwilling or unable to secure the border. Uh, we'll talk about executive orders that he issued uh, his very first day in office and the conditions that he allowed under his watch to occur on the border. Uh, and then judiciary ultimately will take the information that we develop in Homeland uh, and judiciary committee will then make a decision as to whether or not uh, articles of impeachment should be got, should be brought against President Biden. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed there. And I got, I got one more question as far as the national stuff goes. The Hunter Biden plea deal has been a really big story this week. And uh, the, the, pre, the pre-trial diversion um, deal on the gun charge, I, you know, I thought I read yesterday where that's the one thing you, they can't do a pretrial diversion on from the federal level is on gun charges. And here we are with the president's son getting special treatment. Is there any kind of investigation you guys can do as far as looking into that type of stuff goes? You know, I, I'll tell you that, that uh, uh, Representative Comer is aggressively uh, looking into all aspects of the Biden family, uh, particularly Hunter Biden and his transactions. Uh, I think what we saw this week when the Department of Justice made the announcement that they were going to uh, allow Hunter Biden to plead guilty uh, to two misdemeanor charges and then take a deferred prosecution uh, on the gun case, uh, I think most people believe that that shows that we have a two-tiered system of justice, uh, a tier for Joe Biden, his family, and his uh, Democratic donors, uh, and then a tier for the rest of us. Uh, you know, if you read uh, about what Hunter Biden has done, you know, he was facing three felony, two tax evasion charges. Uh, I'm led to believe on what I've read that the amount of money that he failed to report is somewhere between one and two million dollars. Uh, and then also a felony fire, firearm charge. Uh, and so if it would have been you, Clay, if it would have been me, if it would have been any member of your listening audience, if we would have failed to report $2 million in income, if we had had a felon firearm charge, there is no way in the world that we would have been allowed to walk out of that courtroom, not only without a felony conviction, but without serving one day in jail. And so that's what we see, and I think that's what makes people uh, so concerned about the criminal justice system, particularly when we look at it from a federal level, uh, is people believe, and, and, and rightfully so, that our criminal justice system has been politicized, that politics comes into play. Uh, and as a former prosecutor, my role when I was a prosecutor before being elected to Congress is to make sure that what we were doing, the justice that we were handing out was fair to everyone, fair to people regardless of, uh, of skin color, regardless of social class, regardless of political affiliation. But that's not what we're seeing on the federal level. And I know that it's something uh, that you – your listeners and I are extremely concerned about. Yeah, you know, I went back and looked at just some other celebrities, you know, people with money to fight stuff like this. 
I went back and looked at some of the sentences they got for very similar charges of folks like rappers Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, somebody Trump had to pardon. And, and they had to go to jail for these type things. And it just feels very unfair, just in layman's terms, that um, Hunter Biden, with all the other stuff, the, potential, the stuff potentially, allegedly on the laptop and everything else, to, uh, to not spend a day in jail. It's disappointing. And I'm glad you guys are going to be looking into it as much as you can. Well, we will. Uh, and, you know, it, that's why it's also so important as we look to the 2024 election uh, that we are able to elect uh, a Republican president uh, because the president appoints the attorney general who's in charge of the Department of Justice. Uh, and so right now, as Republicans are trying to filter information to the Department of Justice that they can use to prosecute cases, uh, we're not getting uh, the reception that we need. Uh, and so the hope is uh, that when the next election cycle rolls around, that we've conducted the investigation as Congress that we have a new Republican president, that we have a Republican attorney general, that we can hand that information over to the attorney general uh, and that they can very quickly begin criminal prosecutions into some of the wrongdoings that we, we will, that we will have uncovered. Well, you know, I guess as they say, the wheels of justice turn slow, you know, and it just feels like that's where we're at with it. It's just uh, s- slow moving, but hopefully – We'll get this done, and the Bidens, will, you know, can have to uh, face uh, tr- face uh, pay the piper. I guess is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> and like as, well, pro- as we, properly we, as we, I can. We, we, yeah, you know, and, and again, you know, uh, not just Hunter, but but also his dad. He needs to be held responsible for things that he's done, and other members of the family, uh, and not just pay a price politically in the fact that he's not elected again. Uh, but pay a price criminally in the fact that they ought to be brought to justice for the crimes that they commit. Absolutely. Congressman Guest, anything you want to close out with? Look, just uh, look forward to uh, being uh, home this weekend and getting to see, getting forward to seeing everybody back home in Mississippi, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, hey, real quick before we go, I just want to say something. Um, You know, we haven't always agreed on some things, but I, I tell you, I've, I've got nothing but respect for you for coming on here and taking a chance to speak with my listeners and our WYAB audience. It, 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 that does mean a lot, and hopefully people, else, people appreciate it like I do. So I just wanted to say that. Much respect to you, and I do appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you'll have me back on again soon. Yes, sir, Michael Guest. Uh, thank you, Congressman Guest. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Clay. Have a great day. You as well. Thanks. All right. You're listening to The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. We'll be right back after this break. All right. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at uh let's see here man look i need you guys to go eat this weekend how about acme pizza and daiquiris get over there right there at fan and mart on the res go see chip and the team sit down enjoy some good pizza you may run into my buddy justin from a1 gear and auto over there he says it's his new favorite pizza place uh they're located right there at fan and mart in front of the bowling alley open at 4 p.m daily open till midnight and look, everybody that goes out there, I keep getting reports back from you guys about how much you love the pizza. So go give it a whirl. Chip also said he don't know what's going on, but selling a lot of pasta here lately, too. Uh, the pastas are great. You know, Mr. Fred Cerami's over there hanging out with Chip a lot. I guess some of that's rubbed off on Chip. Uh, you know, I think Cerami's got the best pasta around. That's just my unbiased opinion. <laughs> my biased opinion. Anyway, uh Get over there this weekend. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, including the pig, pig, pig. 
And they got a great buffalo chicken pizza also. If you can't decide on which pizza you want, they got three different special. They got a, the Wheel of Flavor. You can put three different specialty pies on top of one pizza. Try a little bit of all of them. Or at the end of the day, just build your own. And that's what I do. That's what I do. Anyway, check them out. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. They got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. Full bar. The whole nine yards. Open late. Best, best I know, they are selling pizza later than anybody else in Rankin County or maybe even uh, the Tri-County area altogether. And they're available on all your major food delivery apps, including, and not limited to, locally owned Take-A-Break deliveries. Use the promo code, all caps, CLAY601, and get $5 off your delivery fee when you get Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's delivered from Take-A-Break deliveries. All right, Sean York Ron. Let's talk about the Michael Guest thing. It's a good interview, man. Really good interview. I'm glad that's really awesome. You got him to come on the show and and talk to you about all that stuff. You've been you've been talking about him forever. So that was a good interview, man. It was. I, well, I appreciate that. And here's the deal: there's going to be a lot of people that say, "Oh man, you 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 talked all this trash the other day, and then you, you know you you were nice to him and this that, and the other." Well, look, that's life in the big city. Yeah. If you know if you want if you want interviews, you, you got to be respectful to people. And I, you say I kiss his butt, whatever. Here's the deal: we got him on. He explained his vote. We talked to him about the things that I was really interested in, mm-hmm. which is the Hunter Biden stuff and the impossible impeachment of the president of the United States of America. So I got the information I wanted. Yeah. Now everybody out there can make up their own mind. Do you believe him? Do you care? Was that set, was that an acceptable answer for you? Uh, also, I know that interview got interrupted there in the middle. The full the full interview uninterrupted is already available on my Podbean on the podcast. There, I just hit upload. So, and I'm sharing the link on my Facebook page. Just go search Clay Edwards and you'll see the link there for Podbean. It will be available on all the other major podcasting platforms here within the next 15 minutes or so. It takes it a minute to push out sometimes. Just search Clay Edwards show. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, um, we were talking about the break, the fact you have been on guest for, for this, right. And for other things in the past with the January 6th and all those kinds of things that you guys care about. Right. And, uh, and I think you did enough where he actually came on the show. I mean, is he on anybody else's show today? No. I mean, obviously you made an impact doing that where it got his attention and he got on the show. And I mean, I thought that was pretty cool that he, that, that you got him on here or that he got, he wanted to be on here or whatever it was. I don't know how that. Yeah. I mean, you know, he reached, they reached out to us. There you go. I mean, that's, you know, so you you struck a nerve with them and they, uh, he came on, you were respectful. You know, Hannity interviewed Gavin Newsom the other day. And I don't remember that being at like Hannity was being mean to him. Like they apparently, if everybody tells me they're having a good interview, so I mean that's what you do, and you you don't you just don't like you're not you're not rude. I mean you're not supposed to be rude to him. Well, I can't sit there. Okay, you and our conversations, for instance, mm-hmm. you know we, we disagree a lot on political stuff. Sure, the nat- we disagree on national most national topics. Right, we agree a on Chokwe Lumumba. <laughs> yeah, we we, we yeah. agree a whole lot on local stuff. Yeah, you know. You wouldn't have come past the first show of me and you sat there and had a knockdown drag out and cussed each other out. Right, exactly. Yeah, no. You know, yeah. if you want to have conversation, you gotta you you have to meet in the middle somehow. You know, you gotta be respectful. Mm-hmm. You gotta be respectful. That look, that's at the end of the day, my mama whooped me upside the head if I got Michael Guest on here and was rude to him. Yeah, you know, and I told him at the end, I say, hey, man, I respect you for coming on because it's it's this is an adversarial platform. Yeah, because you've been going after him for like a long time. Yeah. I mean, you've been going after him so. Yeah, on his part, you're right. That's cool that he decided to do that. And I guess, you know, he obviously realized it was important to explain his position on this stuff, which I will say this. I think I do agree with him on the fact that he is the chair of the ethics committee 
on this ad. now. And yeah, I, let's hit the legal side of this sure. from your perspective. Go ahead. Yeah, I think he's the chair of the ethics committee, he, and he needed to vote president. I think that was the correct vote in that aspect. Now, I mean, what happens? Now, this is going to sound funny to probably the listeners, where I will agree that Adam Schiff needs to be censured. Adam Schiff, I mean, he let's like kid ourselves. I mean, he did lie. I mean, he he did do a bad thing, and I think everybody kind of knows that. I'm not saying all the Democrats going to vote or any of them are going to vote for that, but I'm my perspective is it was obvious that he did do that. That he did say he had evidence or had seen evidence that he never did, never saw. And obviously, Robert Robert Mueller never saw it, and that's the most important thing, right? So he never saw any of that. And it's the same thing though. But this happens in all of our politics, where I can sit there and look at this objectively and be like Adam Schiff lied, right? But then I also see the George Santos situation, and Republicans being like, "Well, we don't know if we want to boot him out of Congress." I mean, what else can the guy do? But to, to, to get, I mean, literally, this guy is a criminal. He's made up everything about his entire life. Can we all agree when people lie and are criminals that, okay, we can just say, okay, they need to go. Schiff, Santos, bye, guys. Like, you guys are not good people. It's time for you to go. So, and I, I don't understand, like, what we, we've gotten to this where we have to be on red team, blue team, to look at situations where both people are, are liars or, or in Santos' case is a criminal, and but then you know the red team or the blue team got to defend their sides, and I just think it's ridiculous. Um, Eric, what, what's the guy who has the the Asian spy Fang Fang? Who, who's yeah. the uh, who's the the Democrat that's been having an affair with the with the known Asian spy Chinese spy? Her name is Fang Fang. Yeah, I can't Swalwell. remember. Swalwell. Oh, Swalwell. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and he was on the the uh, the Homeland Security uh, board or whatever a committee. You know, uh, <laughs> I, we should take this. There, we were talking about this at break, y'all. Like, the Democrats and Republicans have their groups of representatives, senators that are like the poster child for like either side to hate. You know what I mean? Like, I can't stand Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Green and uh, Green and Jim Jordan and that group. And then you know, y'all can't stand the Squad or AOC. In that group, right? And Swalwell. But the thing is, it's funny. You'd be shocked to learn that a lot of us, probably on both sides, hate those groups on our own side, too. Like, I can't stand Eric Swalwell. He's a shameless self-promoter. But, yeah, but aside, but aside from that, he was literally having an affair yeah, with, a, with a Chinese yeah. spy. Right. And he was he was allowed to stay on the Homeland Security Committee. John F. Kennedy became president. He had an affair with a Nazi spy. So... You was you mean he was a German agent? Well, he had an affair with a woman who was a, a was a was a Nazi spy during the 1940s before he uh, before the whole PT 109 boat stuff. Yeah. And uh, they, actually, it's why he ended up being on that. They transferred him out of Washington because he was having an affair with this Nazi spy, and they got him moved to. And then he was out there in the South Pacific on PT 109, and we all know that story. Interesting. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back and get this back on track. I got some other stuff, man. I do have some culture war stuff that I want to hit too. Uh, trans people, it's a bad look for you. It's a bad look for you, what we're going to talk about. Four kids ages 5 to 10 were rescued from a transgender safe space apartment in South Boston. The apartment was filled with drugs, sex toys, and the corpse of a black trans person. Whew. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edward Sean here with Sean Yurkron on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey guys, if y'all are out car shopping this weekend, get by Ellis Autoplex in Brandon. Got about a dozen F 150s, got three F 250s right now, three 
Toyota 4Runners, two of them are limiteds. Pearl White, both 2016. One's got two rows. One's got three rows. Also got a 2014 um, black SR5. If you're limited, aren't you thing? You want to save a little bit of money. Starting as low as 239 on some of those newer body style 4Runners. They look really, really good. One of my all-time favorite vehicles. I've also got a couple cars right now. So, uh, two Nissan Xterras. Got a Pro 4X also. That's the bad daddy one. That's the one people look for. Check it out. Again, about 12 F-150s or so out there. Constantly adding new vehicles to the uh, squad over there. Jason and Casey do a great job getting those vehicles and uh, getting them ready for us to sell. So get over there. Check it out. LSAutoplex.com. Located on Highway 471 in Brandon. And don't forget, man, we buy cars too. So if you're looking, getting ready to sell your car, bring it by. Just let us put a number on it for you. Even if you don't sell it to us, let us give you a shopping ticket. You know, find out what it's worth to a dealer. You know, that way you know if you're going to trade it in somewhere, uh, you, you'll know that you're getting the uh, the good trading value for it. You know, we don't mind doing that. And, uh, at the end of the day, we would be the we would love to be the one to buy it from you because hey, we need inventory. But <clears throat> anyway, we don't mind helping you out. Let you see the Carfax on it, all that stuff. All right, uh, open Saturdays nine to three. We will be closed on the fourth of July. Just go and put that in the back of your minds. We will be closed on the fourth of July. That's Tuesday. And uh, if you're looking for something in the ten to twenty thousand dollar range, get down to uh, um, Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center in Crystal Springs. They got a nice selection of cars down there as well. You can shop them online at MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. And hey, if you want to donate your car to a good cause, there's not a better one. They're a, they're a one they're a, they're a um, they're a charitable organization. So you get and it's tax deductible if you donate it to them, running or not. They will come and uh. They will come and pick it up out of your driveway, just give them a clean title, and it'll go away, and you'll get the tax write-off for what they sell the car for. That's awesome. So it may not be worth much, but they may sell it after they recon it, and you get a $10,000 write-off or something. Who knows? I'll roll the dice and try that for sure. Anyway, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com, located right there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi, helping putting fathers back in homes and beating addiction. And uh, fathers are the glue to the community. When you got the father in the home, everything else seems to go a lot better in a child's life. We see what happens when uh, child, children run amok without their father in the home and uh, can't make any argument against that. So support Mercy House Teen Challenge by supporting Mercy House Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs. All right, Sean. Hey, Clay, I just got an update of something that you're going to like, all right? Starbucks workers at 150 stores go on strike over pride decorations. It says Starbucks uh, Workers United, the union representing organized stores, has claimed that Starbucks has restricted decorations celebrating Pride Month in some locations, demonstrating hypocritical treatment of LBGT workers. Starbucks has denied this claim. So 3,500 employees will go on strike over the course of the next week. Well, yeah, you know, and we were some of us, uh, myself included, were called a liar. About that, when we said that we were doing it was another one of our Pride Month victories, where we said that, hey, even Starbucks has told them to pull all pull down all the decorations. And people, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm like, look, their own employee union is going on strike over yeah, it. I just got that. So update. it is not a lie. We we beat Starbucks. Hey, let's um let's do this. I really want to jump into this uh this terrible situation up there in Boston that these trans people have gotten themselves into by uh, kidnapping some kids and stuff. Because they keep saying, it ain't about the kids. We don't want your kids. We're not trying to groom your kids. Meh. Meh. Uh, the facts say otherwise. 
it is just always something with these dang computers. Are you using a Game Boy remote controller or Xbox controller? Man, <laughs> like it is um it, it's Instagram is the link and it's just like where is the volume for this thing? Let's try this one more time here. I I'll be dang. Why does it do this to me? Let's try this here. Okay, here we go. Again. The system doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it is. it is sabotage. It just doesn't. Well, we've got that Arkansas federal court decision about banning gender, you know, the ban on gender affirming care, too. That's mind boggling. Um, well, now let's just talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. Four kids aged 5 to 10 were rescued from a squalid transgender safe space apartment in South Boston. The apartment was filled with drugs, sex toys, and a corpse of a black trans person. Sean, what's going on there? I mean, how am I supposed to know? I wasn't egging out with the corpse. <laughs> you know, I mean, it sounds like they were having a wild and crazy time. I'm, you know, again, they keep telling us it ain't about the kids, but every time I turn around, they're doing something funky with kids. I mean, so was it just a bunch of uh, drug addicts in an apartment that were... Joe Biden said these were the bravest people he knew. Well, he might have said that because Hunter Biden could have been in that apartment. Let's be honest. I mean, you never know, right? He could have jumped in there. Uh, you, you have uh, you have rallied the troops there with that comment. What? Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. The Hunter Biden. You the never Hunter know. Biden. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a man of mystery. <laughs> International man of mystery, that Hunter Biden. You know, man, I just don't... It's so aggravating when this stuff... Anyway... Uh, that's your, that's your Pride Month update. They're kidnapping kids and keeping them trapped in trans squalid safe spaces. What does the word squalid mean? I, can, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I don't know what that is. Squalid, like a squalor. That's what I was thinking. Squal- I mean, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about the Arkansas trans. We'll keep it on transgender. Yep. So tell us what Arkansas did. Well, they, um, the federal court in Arkansas, Arkansas had passed a law, just like a lot of the, a lot of your red state buddies, Clay, passed all these, and they all got in lockstep and passed all these anti-transgender bills, and uh, they passed one too, and the uh, federal court in Arkansas struck it down, the ban on gender-affirming care, saying that that was a um, denial of equal protection and substantive due process. So, and what that basically means, like substitute process, is is the the thing that conservatives hate, right? It's got things like um, the right to privacy in there, right to interstate travel, right to marriage. You can throw that in. That's how the Obergefell um, decision, the one saying that gay marriage was okay. Yeah, that's all kind of thrown into substantive due process. So, a right to make medical decisions on your own, right to you know make decisions for your children, all that stuff is kind of thrown into substantive due process, even though it's not specifically written in the Constitution. And that's what the court was saying, that and equal protection, that the parents, you know, have the right to make decisions for their children. It's kind of some of their reasoning based on that um, on, for purposes of gender affirming care and that that law prohibited that. And so it was a denial of their substitute process, equal protection. So that's where we are with it. And I'm sure this will get appealed and uh, we'll see where it goes. But that's the first you know, strike against you all, man. So I don't like it. I, mean, it's, I don't like it. Kids should not be able to uh, have their sex changed. Well, it's kind of interesting. I have an interesting take on this. So I'm with you on, like, I don't like the idea of somebody under the age 18 being able to do this, right? I don't think, I don't know that anybody, like, when you talk about it in that manner, really likes it necessarily. But we're looking at a legal aspect. 
does that ban infringe upon their constitutional rights? I, I think the legal reasoning was actually very sound, what the judge wrote. So what the Supreme Court – will this reach the Supreme Court? Will it just stay once it goes to the appellate level? I don't know yet. Whether, and um, boy, if the Supreme Court took it up eventually, that'll, that's going to be one culture war, you know, just bonanza. Ages. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what they do. But yeah, I think um, – I think that's the, you know, I thought the legal reasoning was pretty sound on it, basically being a denial of substance due process and equal protection. Um, the actuality of it, though, is a different story, like you were saying. Well, so. we talked about this the other day, and I said, and I was actually meant to bring this up on the show the other day, but I went down one of my rabbit holes and forgot to circle back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like, I keep questioning, why, why is this huge push for this transgender stuff? It's just, it didn't come out of nowhere. It started with the bathrooms, and it's been kind of a, that kind Trump of, was in favor of, remember of snowballing that? Snowballing and snowballing and snow. I remember, and, and it's like now, I don't, is it because we won the abortion battle, sort of? And now this is just the, it's the next crazy thing that we have to be, you know, it's like, well, that's kind of over. That goes back to the states. Mm-hmm. Now it's just uh, gender affirming care has got to be the new abortion as far as the, the polarizing topic. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. I think that, uh, and this is from on the right, I think that they had to take up another mantle, right? That they, the, the battle on gay marriage has been lost. That's over with. Abortion, the right won. Okay, so here we are in those two kind of things. The gay marriage, the right lost. Abortion, they won. Well, they got, there's got to be another issue. So now it's transgender people. And if, if you notice, that's what I've always said on the show. Like Every state eventually started passing these laws, like in lockstep. And I read one, actually I had it from written down for the... Ohio did this. They passed a gender affirming care law. But see, there's the but, difference. It's a gender affirming care law for minors, not right. yeah, yeah, for right. Correct. transgender people. Let's, absolutely. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's you're absolutely right. That, that's what it is. But Ohio passed this, even though no hospital in Ohio allowed this procedure to be done. But they still passed it anyway. And that my point in that is preventive always been, maintenance. It's just well, it's political. That's what all these states are doing. They're yeah, of course, we all agree, okay, we don't think that surgery should be performed on minors, but these states are doing it because it's a good political topic for them well, to galvanize their pro- base. The problem is we don't all agree. You and I agree. Yeah, right. You're right. You but there's, agree. there's plenty of people out there that don't agree with us. And Because, and, like, from the rights perspective, mm. and I know you're, about a fr- you're a freedom of choice guy, all that stuff. Yeah. From the rights perspective, it's why do y'all keep wanting to – it's either murder babies before they're born – some states after, or it's child mutilation. It was like, we just, I mean, you have to see, like, man, we think we're just on the right side of history with this thing. See, and we think we're on the right side, not necessarily, I'm specifically speaking about transgender. Not mutilating children. No, I'm not, like, looking at it, but we look at it, you guys look like that, we look at it like, you guys are always talking about you're the party of freedom, but then you're telling me what I can do. And so that's the way we look at it. And so, I mean, I think you've just had that kind of dichotomy right there. Yeah, no, nobody's telling you what you can't do well i'm not gonna have an abortion claim but, yeah i know. You know i mean but but abortion affects uh, i mean god we can go on and on i know right dog chasing <laughs> shut the phone lines down <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 abortion affects more than one person it affects yeah. more than you it affects the child in you hey look let's do this real quick before we go to break i've damned and determined to play this video and i think i've got it okay cool up here if not just i, I quit when they got here, they discovered someone had died and also found that several people were hiding children in a back room. 
Tonight, four children less than 10 years old are in DCF custody after authorities and public officials say they were found in an apartment with six cross-dressing men, sex toys, drugs, and alcohol. Firefighters discovered them after one of those adults died at the apartment. It was obviously sickening you know, to, to hear from those that were there at the scene describing what they saw. Um, and the actions of the adults that were in the room. City, the apartment was in extreme unsanitary conditions. All adult parties were being uncooperative and denied having children in the apartment. Drugs. If there was ever a, an article that I didn't need, and I already just assumed it was unsanitary conditions based on the description of what was going on in there, yeah. this would be the one. <laughs> Alcohol, drug paraphernalia, sex toys, etc. Uh, and so they were concerned. They had reached out to me just to make sure that it didn't get swept under the rug. The governor says DCF is now involved in investigating. Just heartbreaking, terrible situation. DCF has taken those children into its care and, and custody right now. I had to play that. Let's take a break real quick. That <laughs> just I, had to get it in. Right? I, I had to get it in. Prote- it's, it's the corpse. Hashtag save our children. It's the corpse, man. That's why you wanted to play that. Mm-hmm. That's just so bad. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Play Edward Show. <laughs> Rules are necessary. I had to get one in before the end of the show today. Uh, Sean, I appreciate you coming in today, man. Thanks. Uh, another great episode. I do apologize for the for the uh, technical difficulties with the Michael Guest interview, it is already posted, uninterrupted, unbroken up. The whole thing is about 12 and a half minutes long. It is on the Clay Edwards Show podcast. You can consume that wherever you download podcasts or stream music. Enjoy y'all's weekends. I'm going to enjoy mine for sure. Go down to the coast and uh, dip my toes in some uh, some some pool water, not you're, beach water. You're not going to get into a submersible, are you? Or a no. yellow submarine or any no, derivative of that? I ain't even getting in a goat cart or nothing. Uh, I'm, I'm not getting like a, on a catamaran at this point <laughs> after watching that. <laughs> no, I'm going to get down there and kind of unwind a little bit, enjoy myself. Uh, agree with him, disagree with him, or anything, man. I do want to thank Michael Guest. We've been hard on him on this station. Uh, say what you want, say what you will. Uh, it, does, it does say a lot that he reached out to come on this show, especially after we went hard on him yesterday. So, like him or not, I do respect him for that, and uh, he's welcome back here anytime he wants to come on. Uh, coming up next, you've got uh, Jim Thorne, followed by uh, Jameson Haygood. Jameson Haygood and Kim Wade will close it out from 4 to 6. That 10 o'clock, that 9 to 10 hour changes a little bit around here. It doesn't. So, it like, throws my brain into a... Wah, 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 mm-hmm. trying to figure out who's next. But Jim Thorne up's next, followed by James and Haygood. And then four to six, Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I will see you guys back Monday. Sean will be here with me Wednesday. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, check out the podcast wherever you download them. Just search Clay Edwards Show. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.